Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist. And I'm a trailblazing marketing executive. And we sound kind of full of ourselves, but together we're hosting a brand new podcast. To help us look beyond our pandemic present. It's called Back to Biz. With Katie and Bose. Each week we'll interview the leaders and big thinkers in industries from tech and education. To fashion and pop culture. To find out how they're adjusting to this new way of life. Listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your favorite shows. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I am Naomi. And we are a real life couple. We are a real life couple of comedians. And on this show, we bring you the best sets from our live show, Couples Therapy, where we have stand-ups who are lovers, best friends, spouses, and siblings do sets together about their relationship. Naomi, my love, my sweet dear, my swan, my dove. Andy. My peacock. Andy, my... (laughs) Sun, my moon, my oh, latka. I'm glad you went there. As opposed to? S U N instead of S O N. Oh, no, no, no. My son, my child, my baby boy. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of relationship do we have? Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> that would be so sick and suffering. Where are you at today emotionally? This is our first time seeing each other. We're at the end of the evening. Tell me what's been happening. What's your heart want? It's great. No one wants to hear about it. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> no one wants to hear about uh, our day, but so here, here's the deal. Tell me, tell me the deal. Uh, I uh, I have brought to you again a uh, a game to oh. play in the, in this first uh, before you know if this is your first time listening. What we do is we're, we're going to bring you some live sets, uh, but before you know, in the middle we talk a little bit, and uh, sometimes I bring a game for Naomi to play that I've come up with. Andy is my manic pixie dream boy, so I am very here for whatever quirky, fun, funky, fresh game you've made up. Lay it on me. Okay. So last time, uh, you know, we've been watching Friends lately. 
Yes, we, we, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode. Go back and listen to it. Download it ten times. <laughs> Write ten reviews under different names on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Set up ten different email accounts and ten different iTunes accounts. <laughs> Maintain them all. You know what? I said it as a joke, but I'm just like, sure. If you have the time, if you're at work and you want to. <laughs> if you set up multiple accounts to create multiple profiles, I will give you anything. Not anything. I don't have much. Not legally binding. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. What she just said, not legally binding. Do not do that and then come at us. <laughs> What's the game? Okay. So uh, one of the things, you know, we've been rewatching Friends and it does not hold up. No. Um, specifically, it is uh, very almost every episode as as this show goes on. Almost every episode has some kind of homophobic or transphobic joke. Yeah. Uh, specifically, ch- you know, questioning Chandler's manhood. Every time Chandler like mentions a musical he likes, Monica's like, "What are you gay?" <laughs> Monica does it in that voice. Yeah. She does it in that exact voice to really lay it on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's she's really trying to do a Harvey Firestein. <laughs> What are you, gay? I tried a Harvey Firestein. I'll give it a four. You know, I hey, I've never tried an HF before. And I'm really proud of you. First time HF. Sounds S- dirty. Sorry, am I a friends? <laughs> am I on friends? Continue. Uh, Naomi and I are going to go home. Hey, that was a better <laughs> Harvey Firestein. Whoa, we're going to go home and try a first time HF. Anyway. Uh, and also, like, what what else? Is there anything else that's like a little? That's like what 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 Phoebe the kids call in, problematic? Oh well, just the characters get more insane as it goes on, which I guess happens with a lot of sitcoms when you've been on forever. So maybe not that. It's more like it's all about like questioning manhood, questioning sexuality. Right. Uh, uh, Chandler's father is Chandler's father trans because his father is played by Kathleen Turner. Yeah. So the show certainly doesn't specify, but initially characterizes the father as being a drag queen. Whatever. That whole thing. The whole thing thing is is problematic. VP. VP. Very problematic. So um, I made a game called Woke Telescope. Okay. Okay. Because we're looking into the past. Okay. And that's what a telescope does when it looks at the galaxies in the night sky. Technically, we're seeing... Okay. The past. So, uh, I have a, I have a list of '90s sitcoms. Okay. And you're gonna tell me whether you think they hold up or not, and I'm gonna tell you why if you're right or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, one caveat: I have not seen any of these shows in a oh long my. time. Okay. Well, me- if someone's watching one of these shows right now and they're and they like get angry, they're like, "No, I've been watching this and it's it's disgusting." <laughs> I can't believe Frazier said all those racist things. <laughs> Probably in real life, actually. He's pretty Republican. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just so we're clear, just a joke, not slander. We love you, whatever your name is, Frazier. <laughs> what is his real name? Kelsey Grammer, co-executive producer or executive producer of Girlfriends on UPN. Very, a very... Never forget that about Kelsey Grammer. I, Executive producer of Girlfriends. I think I say this probably once every episode. He has so many dimensions. So many. Keep going. Okay. So you tell me whether this is this this is uh, problematic or not. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I think it holds up. Granted, mm-hmm. there was an Aunt Viv switcheroony that really does. You know, it does give me pause. It Naomi, does give me pause. I wrote yes, though they did Aunt Viv dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I'm into you. Give me the next one. <laughs> uh, Perfect Strangers. Absolutely not. I did love it, but I do think there might have been something very suspect about the way Balky Bartakamus, wasn't that his name? Yeah. Was characterized. Yeah. I say maybe, question mark, Bronson Pinchot is in Greek face. <laughs> Meepos is a Greek isle, uh, and it depends on, you know, are they historically uh, oppressed people? I don't know. I don't know where you want to... Go on that, but it's a ethnically strange. Yes, um, some might call ethnically ambiguous. Hello, Anna, our producer, also the host of Ethnically Ambiguous, also in the House Stuff Works Network. Synergy, go on, Andy. Saved by the Bell. Um, probably, probably, probably not woke in the high school basic gender role stuff. I'm sure there was a lot of humor to be mined in a cross dressing moment. I say Screech is kind of a monster in real life, but I think probably okay 
as okay. a show. Okay. Right? Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. I have no- Raymond. <laughs> what are you saying? You're, that's your co-star, Brad Garrett. Your co-star in- <laughs> My co-star, Brad Garrett. In, uh, very much. Single ABC's parents. single parents. Um, uh, sure. I have no idea. Never watched it. Patricia Heaton is a far-right Republican, so no. Okay. A different world. Ooh. Well, Ooh, curveball, <laughs> curveball, a different world. Different, a different world really did tackle the issues of the day. Mm-hmm. It dealt with things. However, uh, it was a spinoff of a show that can no longer be watched with an open heart and full joy, given the things that Bill Cosby has done. Mm-hmm. So, where do you fall? Yes, no, maybe. Can a different world still hold up? Is it problematic? <laughs> Remember, woke telescope. I, I don't snap like judgment. This. Make a naked answer. No, it's okay. <laughs> I say maybe it's a Cosby Show spinoff, but there's not a lot of Cosby. But it does have Sinbad, who's great. True. Family matters. Holds up. Nope. Urkel stalks Laura all the time. Oh my God, you're right. Oh God, you're right. He has Urkel's no respect. A stalker. He has no respect for boundaries, and you're supposed to think it's sweet and romantic, but really, it is inappropriate. Urkel should be in jail. I want to see a, I want to see it a, <laughs> uh, a reboot, <laughs> a lifetime reboot, like a dark Urkel. Except now, what it, what would it mean to truly call the police on Urkel? Mm. It's dangerous. Well, okay. So, see, Could there's you? so many dimensions. Hollywood get on this shit. Dharma and Greg. No. Exactly. Greg kicks people in real life. <laughs> Living single. Holds up. Yep. Feel good about watching that one again, yes. friends. Doogie Howser, MD. That was probably mostly procedural, small child genius helping people. Probably holds up. I say no. Neil Patrick Harris was the vanguard wave for gentrifying Harlem. <laughs> I don't think I can have that <laughs> effect, Doogie. Next. Alf. Holds up. Nope, but not because it's non-woke, just because it sucks. <laughs> you love Alf. I had an Alf. I, we like bonded over both loving Alf as children. I haven't. I had an Alf yeah, stuffed animal. Go back and watch it. It fucking sucks. Next. Finally, the nanny. I will say no, but that's because I never liked that. You're right. It's no, but it's because of the youngest child actor on that grew up to be the BTK killer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're ridiculous. That's not true at all. Oh, my God. How'd you God. feel about Woke Telescope? I feel like that was maybe a, a 70%. I think it was a, a fun try. <laughs> it was a fun try. Great. Speaking of fun tries, let's get into fun times, which were had at our latest show. Wouldn't oh, you think? It's a 70% segue. I'm going to stand by it, okay? We had a wonderful show this month at the Virgil, and I'm going to bring you one of the great, great sets first. This first set is from couple Jenna Friedman and Josh Epstein. Josh Epstein is one half of the indie pop band Junior Junior. Jenna Friedman is a writer, comedian, and producer who's worked on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart and Letterman. She's the creator of Soft Focus on Adult Swim, and her most recent comedy special, American Cunt, was named one of the best comedy specials of 2016 by Pace Magazine. Yeah. So, give it up. Get ready for Jenna and Josh. Roll it. Wow. Thank you. Josh's dog, Potato Latka Epstein, could not be here tonight, but he sends his love. He could have been here. He could have been here. <laughs> we just didn't bring him. Because I wanted to, st- I wanted to stop at um, Zanku Chicken. Yeah. <coughs> and Potato's legs are like, he's a Chihuahua and he weighs four pounds, and so his legs like when they he look like chicken. They look like chicken wings for sure. And I'm always just, it's not like a racist thing or anything. I'm just like terrified of taking him into any restaurant. Why would it? Why would it? Well. <laughs> Josh isn't a comedian, you know, he's a musician. We are the only people who don't have a podcast, so we don't know what our <laughs> rapport is. Everybody else you've seen that has a season rapport with each other. We're just, you know, trying it out for the first time. And it's recorded, so he has things that I was like, don't talk about everything up yeah, until... Everything that I want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we did last night, though, we watched a show about polyamory on Showtime. It's true. Are you applauding for Showtime, <laughs> for polyamory? No, that's, that's 
Is it a good, it's just porn, which I find, <laughs> I've never wanted to defend polyamorous communities because it's like, Ugh. but like, <laughs> if they're trying to make the case for polyamory being like a culture, they're not doing a good job. They're just fucking, we were talking about it upstairs, so I feel disingenuous, but it's like if you had a document, a documentary on like Jewish people, which I am, I wouldn't just be like, uh, 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 you know, that doesn't, <laughs> show Judaism in a positive, nuanced, multifaceted light. Like polyamory is not a culture. There's no art that's come out of polyamory because they're just fucking all the time. And the Maybe what Jews need is a little, a little bit of like sexual look. exposure, you know? <laughs> like maybe people, are, people hate Jews because they're like, Cosby. yeah, like they think we all fuck with sheets. One guy and hates Jews and machine. I hope he gets a de- Well, not one guy, apparently 6% of Americans, which is... <laughs> 19 million people. <laughs> Jesus is right. <laughs> I have a whole thing I wanted to do about polyamory, but we're here together. No, I think it, I mean I think it's important that like I'm not I'm I'm not a comic and I'm this is my first. I just don't want to ruin it for her. He, you're such a wonderful boyfriend. So we met after Trump won. I just was like I, I was single forever, and then I was like I. I don't want to be alone while we're <laughs> slipping into fascism. And yeah, I. I <laughs> and then he's you're you're the best. You're such a great boyfriend. Oh, I feel like you were like trying to set me up to say that. Like what? You're like and, and I, I couldn't finish it. Like, no, yeah, and I'm great. And I'm great. Uh, no, we met on on a dating app, and I. She had a, a profile that was... I had a picture of me performing here, actually. She did, and that was, like, a big thing for me because I feel like on dating apps, it's, like, a very specific five subgroups, subgenres of pictures. Machu like Picchu is one of them. Machu Picchu <laughs> is one. There's, like, outdoor activity, picture with my pet, picture with my parents, possibly. There's definitely a bikini shot. There's, like, a sports action shot, which could be outdoors. Um, but she had a picture of her up here with this stool. And... Uh, I'm like a, a huge comedy He's nerd. He's a comedy nerd, which is, but not of my comedy, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a very small demographic of men who live at, in their parents' basements and just like jerk off all the time, and that Josh is not yeah, part of no, that. No, I, I come here all the time, and I keep up with like everything that's really good and coming out. So I d- had no idea who she was, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> we love each other. We really do. We really do. Um, no, it's cool, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, we ended up falling in love, um, yeah. in, in Mexico City. We got very sick. Yeah, um, really sick. Well, the first couple of days of Mexico City were like really nice, and and I think you know we uh, there was we were talking. Someone was talking earlier about the gender roles and planning and everything, and and um, we kind of both are like almost men. We're okay. both the same <laughs> in terms of gender. We're okay. Like well, you... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like... like let me just... Uh, let me accept that. <laughs> no, I mean, sure. If... Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't ever want to be a mom. Um, not because I'm not female, but, but just I think it's the hardest thing. in it, Our culture doesn't allow for women to be humans and mothers, so... But I kind of think that it, like... Like how I wouldn't? How could I be more proud than to be a stay-at-home dad? Like, I feel like he I is feel like, baby crazy. No, I he feel like people like, like I feel like he people wants like, to be a like dad. Brett Kavanaugh and like these like really like 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 you know Brett Kavanaugh's friend, this Mark Judge guy. He like lives with his parents in their basement. He really does, and he's like 54, and he had this like amazing education. He does. Yeah, yeah he lives in his parents' basement. It's true, and um and I was thinking like he should really be for women to be. Be being paid more than men, Women's so that he can liberation. have a sugar mama because he's doing nothing with his fucking life. Josh like, is very feminist, so can I say? <laughs> no, I'm saying like. Wait, like can I say? <laughs> so I knew that we would be okay um, when I visited him in Detroit. He's from Detroit. His sister is very cool. She's in a band called the the Free Bleeders, and so she sings about abortion without punchlines. We went to this like anarchist compound in Detroit. And so I was like listening to her sing about abortion, unironically just shouting about it. And then I was just like pro-choice, I mean pro-abortion, whatever, you know, the good side. But anyway, 
I was like, whatever I dish out, he'll be cool with because he has this like radical feminist older sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. No, it's cool. I um Yeah. You're you're like there's you're really not a not I love you. There's nothing bad. Oh, you know? we're only two years like, though. Eight years, yeah. wow. Five years, wow. That couple See? that's polyamorous, but not asexually polyamorous. That was cool. Because <laughs> I want to get back to the polyamory doc. <laughs> because it wasn't about love. It was just people fucking in this like weird kind of manipulative way. But I think the last set we witnessed was like a like an actual. There was love, you know for each other in a capacity that it was like a triad of love. <laughs> but that Showtime doc is just sex, and that's fine too, but it doesn't reflect well for the polyamorous <laughs> communities out there. I don't think, ha knowing nothing. But like, and I, and I wanna just go back to like, um, you know, when it comes to Jews, like I don't really wanna know what's happening in Israel, I wanna see them fucking. And like, but like, like. That's funny. Oh. That was cool. Because <laughs> I feel like musicians and comedians have a very good symbiotic symbiotic relationship. Because it's like musicians see, so all they say like all comedians want to be rock stars. All rock stars want to be comedians. If there's anyone under thirty, musicians are like DJs, whatever. That's a joke I tell. But it's hard for you to know what musicians are because they don't exist anymore, really. But they anyway. So I think that we get along really well because we admire each other's work and you just told a joke and that was really cool to see and then like you at least understand what it is to be on stage every night doing com you know like whatever i i think like with when we see comedians see musicians we're like envious of their command they have instruments they have attention from people automatically like they're powerful and talented yeah, but, the, but like while that's happening it's literally the 17 thousandth time I played the song I'm thinking about like where I'm gonna eat after the show I have no fucking concept that anyone's even there so it's kind of nice to like that you guys get to just go up here and say shit yeah and we don't have like uh, t we don't have much overhead you know we don't have like I'm just this is me being Jewish but we don't have like <laughs> like tour managers and this and that you know yeah Jenna um, in terms of like being a lover and a partner, she makes me feel like really, really safe in a way that I've never felt before with anyone. Wow. Um, except for, uh, <laughs> I, like my mother converted to Judaism, so I didn't really have like a Jewish mother, and now I do. Oh wow, that means we're gonna break up. But we, <laughs> um, I did. I went to a therapist in New York because it's just what you do there, and I. And she was like, you need to do a better job of making men feel safe. And I was like, why do they need to feel safe? Why don't you just hire a bodyguard with all the money you're making? Um, thank you, Target Demo. But I, uh, I worked really hard to make you feel safe, so I'm glad that you appreciate it. You make me feel safe as well. Do we get the light? Okay. <laughs> Wait, you guys get lights? Oh, no, we didn't get it yet. We didn't get it yet. We can talk about... Um, do you want to, what do you want to talk about? Um, I'll let you choose the topic because I'm not, uh, uh I'm going to say something inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to do the Echoplex story? That's really funny. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as long as it's safe. Yeah. I, um. We have different, like our drug, that's something that we are not compatible Not aligned. On. No, we're um, not aligned. Jenna, like really, she'll have like a couple drinks sometimes. Josh's sweat tastes like marijuana. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually true. I really do. I use a lot of marijuana. I don't do like hard drugs. No. Um, at all. But I do take mushrooms quite frequently. And one time I was like, I'm going to kind of have a little bit of mushroom. So we were with my friend, uh, my friend Jeff, who's a fantastic guy. Yeah. And Sarah. And Sarah, our friend Sarah. And we went to, so we, we didn't set out to go to a concert. We just were like, let's just have a little bit of, a little tiny, tiny bit of oh, let me Let me also just pause and say that I, I found like a witch who, um, <laughs> who makes uh, mushroom chocolates and like dries them in sound baths and like puts. Like sound baths cause autism, just for you to 
tweet. <laughs> they don't, but that one place was so annoying. So we were yeah. like, we should go on Yelp and say they cause autism. Because they went, we were 15 minutes late, and they were like, you can't come in. And we're like, your vibe is weird. Hmm. Anyway, we'll be done soon. But this story is funny. So, okay. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I'm always kind of like telling everyone the forests communicate with, you know, via mushroom spores. And, like, it's like something we need to take so that we can all... You know, so we all can like be in touch with um, ourselves in the world, and okay, we got we got the light. Okay, so. defeats the ego. <laughs> Anyways, so I thought it'd be super fun that we could like party and do something really fun together. And we took mushrooms and went to the Echo. But we weren't. We were. We weren't. It wasn't part of the plan. Like we were just. I if I had known we were gonna go to like a thing, I might not have taken mushrooms because I'm sensitive to things like that. So we found out once we had already taken them that we were going to this... 2000s night at the Echoplex. 2000s night? Have you heard of that? No one has. It's, it's a new thing they're doing now for people who aren't our age <laughs> to feel like they were or something. It's like 2000, so that's like, you know, every band of like the mid-2000s. Who's got a member that Jenna might have had an encounter with? Who I've with probably York, hooked up probably with. <laughs> like I've, I used to just hook up date musicians. So... That is what we walked into. We walked into a show of like my 20s and I'm on drugs. And so then what happened? So <laughs> Jenna, we, saw, we walked past this girl who was dressed exactly like Jenna was like in present day. And then I went, hey, look, she's dressed <laughs> ironically as you. <laughs> she, so she had a leather jacket on and the same exact haircut. And he was like, and I was, oh, this is like a m- couple weeks before my 35th birthday. And he was like, she's dressed like you, ironically. Yeah, yeah. And that was all I needed. And then I just couldn't stop crying. Yeah. So we don't do drugs together. <laughs> all right, that's all. Don't <laughs> do drugs. Welcome back, you guys. Hey. Ugh, Jenna and Josh. I'm, like, obsessed because Josh Epstein is from Detroit. But the whitest thing I ever heard was, I know a witch <laughs> who makes, like, mushroom chocolates. <laughs> I was like, okay. Maybe outside of the city? Not quite sure. Um, Without further ado, Naomi. What? Would you like to bring them our set from that same night? This oh. is from uh, uh, the Virgil. This is from our show just a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. Give a listen. Andy and I were at an impasse, but I think we really worked through it. Yeah. All right. Roll it. You guys, um, it would seem like maybe Andy and I aren't on the same page, but we really are. Um, <laughs> even though I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Um, we, I feel like... Um, after eight and a half years, we have learned how to communicate on a deeper level, wouldn't you say? Yes, uh, a nonverbal level. Yes. Has anyone here, or is anyone here at the moment in a uh, long-term relationship over five years? Oh wow, so many of you, and so into it too. That was like excited about love. I feel that, okay, okay, do it. Uh, have you learned how to communicate non-verbally at this point? Mostly with eyes is what we do. Yeah, a lot of eye communication. A lot of eye communication. A David Mamet play with our eyes. Basically. It's like very real. I'm doing a lot of eyebrow work, yeah. honestly, too. On top of it to get yeah. my point across. Um, should I talk about like what went down? Yes. Yeah, so last <laughs> last night we went to Cosa Buona. Uh, I don't know if you've been there. It's the second Delicious. best second best mozzarella sticks in the city. <laughs> Andy is a mott stick connoisseur. He has mm. very strong opinions about breading, thickness, and type. What'd you say? What's the first, What's the first mozzarella stick? Yes, that's a natural question. It's going to be a real surprise. House of pies. Wow. Did you see it coming? Well, okay. All right. Now you. Who got- saw that coming? <laughs> None of you. <laughs> They've got the perfect breading. They fry it in the most perfectly crisp way. <laughs> Well, Treat, don't eat anything else there. Maybe the pie, but other nah. in terms of food, don't eat anything else there. Just go order. When we were feeling particularly depressed a couple weeks ago, we just ordered in two, uh, two orders of mozzarella sticks. Yep, a his and hers, a his and hers mozz for the afternoon. It was 3 p.m. I believe, and I required someone bring them to me. So <laughs> that's where we were at. But last night we were at Cosa Buona. Yes, and we witnessed something so horrifying. Yes. It was like a second Halloween in one On, week. I was chilled. I was chilled to my bone, okay? And it spine you, tingling. Literally, okay. So I'm we're sitting across from each other. Again, it's eight and a half years. I ain't got too much to say. 
it, it, one point, we do sometimes look like uh, a very disgruntled couple, like a couple on the cusp of divorce. <laughs> but it's honestly a couple at its most comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Where we don't have to, I don't have to pretend anymore. So we're sitting there, and then I, no and then I notice these two young white women. They've ordered chicken wings. They proceed to eat said chicken wings with knives and forks. Chicken wings with knives and forks? No, thank you. What the hell? I, for someone who didn't know them, I became deeply invested in their life choices. And I immediately just have to convey all this. I'm looking at Andy. I'm just like, eyes real wide. And then I'm just like, a little to the right. Look a little to the right. Like, I'm just like trying to get him to see what's happening. And I was so certain because the difference is like, I will like talk shit in public about a stranger. Loudly. Not loud, not loud, but I just say it because I just assume who's in my comment? Like, who cares? Uh, but Andy doesn't like that. So I was like, there's no way. Like, if I'm making Hold eyes. On. Uh, audience, am I wrong for not liking <laughs> for her drawing attention to us <laughs> by, like, loudly dragging someone? It is not a loud drag. And with these young women, honey, I knew we were sitting, like, two feet apart. I wasn't going to read them aloud. You know what I'm saying? I read them silently to myself, but I wanted Could to- Could you call that braille? What would you call that? <laughs> no, I wouldn't call it braille, but it's just like, you know, a, a quiet reading without moving your mouth. Brailing them for filth? <laughs> nope, nope. See, and you... yes, and the, the absolute silence from the audience proved <laughs> that was a terrible phrase. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me honest. But I literally like him looking, and so I, but I didn't think he would notice, but it turned out, again, eight and a half years in, you knew? I did. I knew, knew exactly what she was, because look, we live in times where I, I think, I, do, I don't want to drag someone unless they're really an ethical shitbag, but eating <laughs> chicken wings with utensils seemed to me so egregious that, so it, egregious. that it was, it, it called attention to itself right. by being so cray. It was so, I love you said cray, very good. I, I at some point, to, to, I, I wanted to, because my eye work, my side <laughs> eye, di my side dialogue, side, here, I'll try another phrase. Side dialogue? Nope. Okay, okay great. Okay, yep. Yeah, you're trying to do a we side. Will, I, will, I will create a piece <laughs> of culture before the end of the show <laughs> that you will all approve of, okay? That is my vow. That's the goal. Uh, but I am not as well versed in side eye right. as you are. So uh, at one point I tried to like, I, I, I was eating pizza, so there's no reason for me to have utensils i grabbed the <laughs> fork and i like kind of like clinked it on a bowl to try to show you like i knew what you were i knew what you were calling attention to right and it was amazing that we were able to do that and as soon as we left the first thing andy said when we left the restaurant he goes you were talking about them women eating chicken wings weren't you and i was just like yes you see me bitch that's what it is somebody who knows when i'm just going mm, mm. like you have to hear it you think it's an alarm but i'm really saying a lot with that mm. I'm very serious about it. But, um, so I do feel connected to you, but I think we should talk to them about where we're at, really, the truth, okay? Guys, even though Andy can see me, he knows how I feel about chicken, we are currently at an impasse right now with regards to... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanksgiving plans. With serious, I will be, you will be involved in helping us reach um, a safe space, a good answer. Okay, the problem is this. Okay, here's the deal, <laughs> which is that I don't align with mass culture very often. Okay. okay? Maybe this is the same for you. You you get you watch 90 Day Fiance and you get to like you get to be oh my god right you watch it and you're just thankful you know you get to be part of the cultural conversation all the time <laughs> and I like you know and again maybe this is the same for you I like oh. indie rock I like no major no uh, I Heart Radio is not playing Super Chunk okay <laughs> so it's see. No one know. See, I'm I'm right. I am alone. I'm alone in this world. Okay, but we, I don't. I, and you know, I, I I watch like weird British comedies. I the closest I get to uh, opioid addiction is eating poppy seed bagels. I'm not the same okay. as a lot of other as most of America. Okay, girl, listen. Can you get to like you're trying to set it up, but you haven't even laid out the situation. I. I am setting the groundwork, Naomi. Okay, I'm you're trying to get building the, the foundation. Ex- ex- okay, get to the crux, bitch. You get to the crux of it. I'm gonna stand over here. The only time that I feel a part of American culture is at Thanksgiving. All right. And I would like a traditional Thanksgiving. Naomi is against a traditional Thanksgiving. No, see, that's what I mean. That's why I'm like, don't tell it the way you're telling it. Okay. No. Naomi is against cooking an entire Thanksgiving meal by her damn self. Okay, I did it for the first time last year when we, you know, we first moved to LA. I did it for the first time. I learned that I am capable of dressing a bird, making, helping it to reach a golden brown. But when it was over, all I was left with were like nine days of leftovers and like two sinks full of dishes. And I was like, hell no, never again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that work of it. Don't appropriate my phrase. What? Never again. That's me. That's mine. That's my people's. That's, oh my God. Okay. 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 Do you see what the household deals with? Look, that's the thing, but I'm Jewish. I don't even get all your holidays. You guys get all the like long beards and bunny ears. I get like menorahs and like stale crackers for a week. <laughs> I want one holiday where I feel the brotherhood of man. Okay, but let's be honest about this shit, brotherhood of man. Are you or are you not vegetarian? Ooh, that was accusatory. Yes, I am though. So now what exactly do you need on Thanksgiving that we can't get the week after? Mashed potatoes. Dead silence. Nobody, you can get mashed potatoes any day. See? See how alone I am, Naomi? <laughs> and I need Thanksgiving to feel a part of something. But Okay, but here's the thing, though. You literally, he's not kidding when he says he just wants mashed potatoes, y'all. And he don't even fucks with the gravy. Hold so on. it's just plain mashed potatoes. Who here just makes mashed potatoes? <laughs> can I come over to your can place? Can he come to your house? Give him a damn mashed potato. No, you, don't, you don't just make mashed potatoes on, uh, as a whim. You don't, like, it's not just like a Tuesday evening. You're like, time to make some mashed potatoes. <laughs> you do? I thought they were, I thought they were way more work. You would see, I was like, it was like a lot of work. To, the whole thing was a lot, but like the actual mashed potatoes, I don't like mashed potatoes. So maybe that's also where I'm coming from, okay? Look, no, okay, look, and see, and this is the issue we get into with Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving food, but see, I don't fucks with a Caucasian Thanksgiving, okay? I am here for black Thanksgiving. My sides are mac and cheese, collard greens, yamalo. That's when you mash up the yams, you put the marshmallows on top. Thank you. I messed with this one. I even made his ass a green bean casserole because I said that's what the whites like. Because I always see it on the Campbell's soup cans, green bean casserole, so I was like, ooh, I'll make him that. And he didn't even want the green beans last year. So you want me to go through all of this? I was, I had so much good food and it was just me eating it. We had other people there, but they were white and they did not want my mac and cheese and I was hurt. And I don't know if I can do it again, Andrew. You were really being a Grinch, Naomi. 
a thanks grinching. Again, I'm trying. I'm trying. Some you new, are making your own. I'm points. trying some terms here. <laughs> trying some portmanteaus. Trying to make culture. Trying to make a word. So basically, I love Thanksgiving. It's not that I'm not here for Thanksgiving. I'm just not here for cooking all of it. I, by the way, I've offered to help last time, and I make. Hold on, hold on. We don't have traditional gender roles in our household. I make dinner, I would say, seven out of seven nights a week. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. He do it. He so, is not. So before you jump on me, <laughs> no, all right? I know, but again, because, but think about it. I ain't going to have you fucks with some stuffing when you don't even know, you don't even want to touch a chicken stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not for you to do. The, the Thanksgiving work. It's not for you to do, like, the types of foods. I ain't gonna trust you to a damn mac and cheese. I love you. No, you know I love you. You know I do. But part of loving someone is knowing their limits and your own. Will the Yamalo have vegan marshmallows? I will do that for you. So look, so you said you would make Thanksgiving. Oh, Lord, that was entrapment. Aha! <laughs> ah, I'm Mephistopheles. I tricked you. Who's Mephistopheles? The devil in Faust. Everyone. Oh, okay. Very, very common right. book everyone reads, Faust. <laughs> okay, y'all. So basically, by the end of the show, you have to tell us whether or not I should cook or we should go somewhere or if Andy should just get a pot of mashed potatoes and make them for himself. <laughs> so that's going to be the thing we're going to crack at the end of this, hopefully. Don't you think? We'll get some answers by the end. I'll go with whatever the room says. Are you committed to that? <laughs> you they, feel alone. You they feel haven't alone. been on my side so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, do you want to shake on it so that we know this is real? I, we, whatever the whatever wow. the room. Right. Wow. And this is recorded media. So. Yeah. Okay. Whatever the room All right. says. We'll All right. We'll ahead. decide by the end. We'll decide by the end. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Welcome back. You can really see we were on an emotional journey with that one. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I, we're not going to leave you hanging, guys. At the end of the show, we will play you what the audience decided for us that night. Yeah. You know what? We're going to... The question... Are we going to... We're going to stick to it. We're, we're going to discuss it. <laughs> uh, let's give you another great, dope, tight, cool, fun you, set. You don't really, you don't want to be hemmed in by <laughs> what like Fifty Strangers said. <laughs> never, never. You guys, the next set from this same show at the Virgil in LA is a wonderful set from Best Buds, Nick Turner and Nick Vatterot. You might remember Nick from like what fifteen episodes ago. Yeah, he did an early, he did a set with Amber Nelson. Uh, but Nick Turner is a stand-up and writer who you've seen on Late Night with Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, and in his own Comedy Central half hour. He's also the star and creator of the Comedy Central digital series, You're Killing Me. His latest stand-up album is available on Comedy Central Records. Nick Vatterot has been on Conan, Jimmy Fallon, and currently writes for Real Time with Bill Maher. You can buy his latest comedy album, K-Rock 90, on iTunes. Give it up for the Knicks. Start the clock. <laughs> Good at what they do, right? Aren't they good at what they do? I mean, the you like them, right? Uh, uh, that's why I'm here. I uh, first came as a fan, and then they said uh, we don't have anyone on the show. Uh, they just started picking people out. It could have been y'all. Back. That's how I met you. <laughs> uh, we're Nick. Um, I, I before we start, I. I gotta get something off my chest. This has been a difficult show to watch. And I think they know what I'm about to say. Um, how many people were at your Thanksgiving dinner? How many people? Total. Total. It was five. Um, I don't know if you heard, but 
One of them said four, the other one said six. It was five, and two of them were me and my girlfriend. And I had no idea what was brewing behind the scenes. That this was gonna, this was like, no, we threw, we threw Naomi for a loop. And now she's like, never gonna cook again. I thought we had a good time. Uh, no, I knew, I knew about it. I knew you about, heard it. about it. I, there was a text chain going around. Where was your Thanksgiving? Maybe I'm gonna need one. Um, yeah, we do it. Uh, go back to St. Louis, Missouri. Ugh. Yeah. All right, well, you go with Where are them. you from? <laughs> hey, we got a fan. Where are you from? Can we split up uh, Nick's fans over here and my fans over here? I my, just want to know. My family came again tonight. I was. Halloween. Well, I always leave tickets. I always leave uh, candy out for them. <laughs> I always leave candy out from the family. Every Every... And every Thanksgiving, I always cook a full Thanksgiving dinner, and I put it out in front of my house in case my family might come by. I peek out from the blinds. I was like, is that Uncle Tom? We is give that one Aunt week. Tom? You, uh, what do you do for Thanksgiving? Nick! <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry. I'm two weeks late from getting those cigarettes. Where's my dinner? <laughs> What do you mean you cleaned it up? <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know where he's getting cigarettes at. He's just <laughs> like, and he never comes back with my change. Nah, they don't sell them here in your fucking hipster doofus Silver Lake anymore. It's all jewels. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What are jewels? Jewels. What are jewels? Oh, well, I can't w wait to be the one to tell you about them. <laughs> they <laughs> they're the thing everyone knows about but you. Uh they are vapes, bro. You is know it a, is it a name of a store? Have you seen that hashtag vape? <laughs> <laughs> this is the ground I don't live under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're uh, you know the high school kids are all hooked on them. They got oh, uh, uh, like flavor ones. They're like flavor ones. They got they got great flavors like, like cotton candy. Cotton candy. No. Flavors kids love. <laughs> <laughs> like cotton candy. Strawberry milk. Yeah. Kids love that. Recess. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> it's anything like when I was a kid. Asthma inhaler. Adderall. All the flavors kids love. Why didn't they uh, flavor up them asthma inhalers? I'm not sure they did. <laughs> That's How come y'all didn't flavor them up? I'm going to bust <laughs> into their office. Hey! Who's in charge of asthma inhalers? I had my first jewel and I'm angry. Put, mint, put chocolate pie in it. How old is this technology? I always love people that are on vapes because they're just like, yeah, quit smoking. And I just now I just smoke inside all the time. <laughs> I used to have to go. They used to go outside. You grew. You're not no, taller no, than anywhere. I just realized I was over there. Oh, should I go like there? Like your sidekick. What do we do in rehearsal? And you were strutting around I like you were Dane yeah, Cook. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could. I could sit there and just kind of shoot, shoot stuff out. <laughs> Keep it going for Andy Richter, everybody. Back to the Nick Vatterot show. We uh, have a show. We actually have a podcast. We do. We, we refuse do. to put it out. Yeah. That is not that's why not, we do it. That's not where the money is. not why we do it. We don't even record it. <laughs> we do, actually. It's the saddest. We're in the saddest window. We've got four episodes, and it is a secret. In the hopper. Ready and locked. In locked the and hopper. loaded. You guys can come over to the Udio yeah. anytime you want, and we will play it, and we won't even talk. Yeah. We'll just stare. We will lip sync the whole thing. We do podcast <laughs> karaoke. I don't know if you guys do podcast karaoke. It's a lot of fun. Forty ninety nine, ninety nine an hour. <laughs> <laughs> then, I uh, just do this, and then we play a quip <laughs> ad for forty five minutes. I always love when they do. <laughs> I don't know why they even bother doing ads on podcasts because they're always like, I mean, ah, so we got this stupid fucking product. <laughs> Do you still sleep on a waterbed like an idiot? 
Fucking get your life together. Are you too stupid to make dinner? <laughs> well, here you go, idiot. It's a brand new box I just made up. <laughs> With just three extra steps. <laughs> Are you sick of having too much olive oil? <laughs> you ever use a little of your olive oil and then just think, <laughs> why am I <laughs> Um, but anyway, it's um, it's a, it's a making money podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast about um, getting rich. Have you ever wanted to have more money? <laughs> have you often seen a cat and been like, "That should be mine"? <laughs> like a cat with a watch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the only. <laughs> wow! Look at the watch on that cat. I just. I don't know, maybe ask <laughs> I guess that, that example wasn't as universal as we thought. <laughs> Was this another store in Silver Lake? I don't know about it. What they can't get? Right. Um, no, uh, it's a podcast. It's called Get... We got to say it at the same time. I, last thing I need is a, wa- a cat with a watch. <laughs> it's the last fucking thing I need right now. I'm already, I already have to like pretend I like a cat. Because <laughs> cats are just like, really? The whole time you like hanging out with them? <laughs> and all I need, I like pet, <laughs> pet the cat, and the cat just like. Let's <laughs> <sighs> uh, go. <laughs> oh man, the watch is upside down. You yeah, know you can't like tell you're time. You're not even looking at it. You don't even know how to use it. What does it say? Right? Oh, I'm the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, usually this happens for a lot longer. <laughs> Once Nick starts talking to his invisible cat, you kind of got to call your Uber. <laughs> so it's called Get Rich Nick. That's right. Get Rich Nick. Well, no. Oh, did you say it already? Yeah. <laughs> I said it already. We practiced it in the car. Listening. Um, it's mostly us talking at the same time for an hour. It's a lot of fun. Uh, who knows where it is? It's probably on Stitcher Premium. Yeah. I put it on Etsy. I had it etched into a pillow. Yeah. The entire podcast. It's a body pillow. Yeah. I hired those people in the Far East to put an entire podcast and write on it. And Racist. I'm yeah. uh, sorry. I don't know. New, Jer- <laughs> New Jersey's pretty far, dude. <laughs> Um, please don't talk about my people like that, East Coasters. Are you a Are you a New Jersey dude, dude? I always wondered where Where are you from? Finally, <laughs> what is like? I don't know. Not, I've realized this. I've known you for almost thirty five years, and yeah. I know absolutely <laughs> nothing about you. Um, here's the deal, man. <laughs> I don't usually tell anybody this, but I'm from the East Coast. Whoa! Shut up! No, it's a secret. I'm from Virginia, um, and I almost oh. stayed there. I was this close to staying there, but I, I lost my job at TGI Fridays. Go. <sighs> and we both did time at the old TGI Fridays. Yeah, raise your hand. and uh, No. <laughs> Cook, clap. <laughs> I remember I cannot see your hands raised. Clap if you've worked at TGI Fridays. Yeah. You know why? Because most of those people are dead. <laughs> I didn't realize there's a bunch of Queens England in here. They have a very high disappearing rate. I went to so many funerals <laughs> when I worked there. Yeah. It was t- <laughs> just remembering. It was <laughs> yeah, that was a problem. You, it's like 14. Like, I, I requested off for this funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't uh, get a day off. God damn it, they're fucking me. No, four, uh, there was only 14 funerals I could go to. Yeah, you get 14 funeral days a year. I remember that was the deal. You get one, you get one shift meal every 14 weeks, and then you get, but then you get the funeral days. But you couldn't use your shift meal on a funeral day. You had to actually work that day. You don't know what it's like to, you know, it's like he's he's the guy who trained me. Right and now, I'm training <laughs> a different guy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I had to get out of there. No, they asked me to leave. 
I you got fired. We I both got, got fired. fired. I got fired hardcore, bro. Um, mine was based on my attitude, <laughs> which was poor. I don't like at it. I don't like uh, you know people who think they got something over me. Right. Authority is called authority. Yeah. Fuck that ceilings. Um, no, but it's really funny because they make you wear suspenders and they're like, I don't think, you know, you're taking this seriously. <laughs> yeah. You're making us look like idiots. Yeah, we're buttons. I am sorry. I am, wh- I am, I am face paint away from being a clown. <laughs> Why'd they get you? Um, I, uh, I got fired on Christmas Eve by uh, a person named Joy. You were working Christmas Eve? I just wanted some, I just wanted some ribbon to give to my family and put it out front just in case they came by. Just in case for Christmas they came to my front yard and I had a ribbon for them. God, hey, hey, welcome to TGI Fridays. (laughs) It's Christmas Eve. (laughs) What do you want? Yeah, I, uh... Yeah, what? I, uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, this is why I got fired. Oh, good. I, um... <laughs> he, said, he said before we go, ask me about TGI Fridays. I want to remember I always it wanted to try to... Yeah. Go, no, no, one's, no one's ever asked me about it. <laughs> well, we are <laughs> best friends. Just always wanted to be asked about it. Check out Get Rich Nick when we do it. Oh, if we yeah. ever do it. Podcasts, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Apple. Uh, 7275 Bryn Meyer. And the door's usually open. Just go in. and it's Call on, me, it's, 347. It's on yeah. Call me, that's my real number. <laughs> Could you imagine if anyone calls me? It's not going to happen. N- uh, Nick <laughs> Gmail, of course. Yeah. Call, me, call me for my address. That is friendship. Oh, Nick and Nick, give it up for those goofuses. Oh, my Lord. Can't wait for that podcast. We're going to find out how Nick Vatterock got fired at TGI Friday. That's, that's how you create. We did the same thing with this Thanksgiving thing. You foreshadow. A foreshadow. That's how you create tension. Tension. And everyone's like, uh-oh, oh, what's going to happen? How do you get fired? And they're going to listen now. Yep. I just. I got. I mean, if people are wondering. I don't <laughs> <laughs> what you got to say? I get. I get. It's a dick move because everyone's just like, seriously, how'd you get fired? Uh, I just. Um. I. There's a lady, and I. I was super busy. Um. I'll do a listen to Get Rich Nick, and I'll tell a uh, longer version. <laughs> it's like a 20 minute story, but basically. <laughs> Basically, there was a customer that complained, and my manager was like, I was like, you got to take their food off. And they're like, <laughs> they were like, uh, well, you are you taking it off? And it has to put in, re- you got to type in the reason the food's taken off, and I just put in, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, they found out I did that. <laughs> and then they're like, you can't work here. <laughs> okay, that's a good reason. That's a good reason to get fired. How's that a fireable offense? It's not like she knew that he called her an idiot. What? She never saw it. Never saw it, but I think at TGI Fridays, they don't want you to believe anyone's an idiot. What's the I stand for? It. Oh, not idiot? <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> no, that's like something we say to each other to be nice. Don't worry. I said that, and I know it sounded dark, but it was like a sweet thing between us. I should never say it outside of the house. It's a a fun pet name in the house. Right, in the house, it's ready. Yeah, you embroidered a pillow, YSB. (laughs) Oh, you guys, did you have fun tonight? Thank you so much for coming. Thank you to the Virgil. And now, finally, we will find out. Okay. We made a binding deal (laughs) at the start of the show. Okay, okay. So... Um, how do you want to do it? You've had, you had an hour to think. Okay. You've had an hour. You know where I am emotionally and how fragile I am. (sighs) And how I might, my psyche might shatter. Like (laughs) the Joker. 
or the penguin. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> so, clap your hands if we should have a traditional Thanksgiving. <laughs> that doesn't sound in my favor. <laughs> now, clap your hands if we should. What's the option? What's the other option? Just sit in our underwear and watch community reruns on Hulu and eat. <laughs> eat lean cuisines? You want to see lean cuisines on Thanksgiving? This is on you. All of you. Do a potluck. A potluck. That was a nice middle grub. We can make the mashed potatoes. Who, who's for a potluck? Well, there you have it. Five lucky audience members will be invited to our home. <laughs> and they'll have to provide most of the hard stuff. <laughs> Two things, Naomi. One, potluck. You gotta abide by it. Uh, by the laws. Here's something that is legally binding. The laws of the audience. Oh my God, now you tell me? Wait, so the laws of the audience are legally binding. Does that mean whenever people don't laugh, I am not funny? No, that's not a that's not a law. <laughs> but if you if you give a decision over to the an audience to tell you what they want, what you want. I don't know how I'm phrasing this. <laughs> if you ask an audience a question and you tell them we're going to do whatever you say or I'm going to do whatever you say, mm -hmm. you got to do it. It's a verbal con that's a verbal contract. Okay, fine. We'll figure it out. We're just going to invite some people who know how to cook. Like that character from uh, Usual Suspects, verbal contract. I don't know the reference. Oh, and number two, just for Nick, if you're listening, it was six people total, including me and Naomi. All right, maybe, maybe you should start doing Sudoku, because your memory's getting fuzzy. <laughs> the slams to our very own guests. <laughs> to our guests and friends. <laughs> oh, you guys, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, Before we go, a couple things to tell you. One. Uh, if you are on Twitter and you'd like to follow the show, it's at Naomi and Andy on Twitter. Naomi is at Blackdress on Twitter. I'm at Andy Beckerman on Twitter. On Instagram, you can find us at... Couples Therapy Pod. You can see some sweet pics from the live shows and of us, so hit us up. And other stuff. People seem to like Instagram more than Twitter <laughs> these days. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder which one's a hellscape and which one's pictures of babies and doggies. <laughs> You can also get information on the show, buy tickets, see upcoming dates at CouplesTherapyPod.com. You can get t-shirts and other merch there if under store. And uh, a couple live dates coming up. Uh, if you're downloading this today, the day it comes out on Tuesday, tonight we are doing a game show at The Virgil. Our friend Carly from New York is out for a little bit and she's doing her, her game show, Let Me Break You Up. Yeah, she's going to ask us questions and make us do stuff and try to see if she can break us up. So, you know, challenge accepted. That should be a fun time at the Virgil tonight at 8. If our arguments about money haven't broken us up, I doubt, <laughs> she, I doubt she's going to. <laughs> also, our next live show in Los Angeles is December 1st. Very excited for this one. What a lineup, Naomi. We got, uh, we got Joel Kim Booster and Brendan Scannell. Is that how you say his last name? Yep. And uh, uh, Esther Steinberg and Noah Gardenshorts. Emmy award-winning Noah Gardenschwartz. Writer for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And we have Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements, co-hosts of Hollywood Handbook Podcast. Hayes, Hamilton, Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, again, you can get tickets to all this stuff on the website, CouplesTherapyPod.com under CS Live. I think that's about it. Naomi, how do you feel? Feeling good, feeling great. <laughs> how are you? How are you? All right, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you in the funny pages. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. <laughs> the Baller Alert Show podcast.
podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Brawler Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, don't you ever forget. We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Brawler Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play yourself. Join the conversation today. Head on over to the Ball Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons. Join me, Sue Solo. And it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Ball Alert Show podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. (laughs) And we're very confident. (laughs) We wanted to combine Boz's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs. To find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture. Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time, but it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light. We're doing 10 episodes, and you can catch them every Thursday. So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 